He had already answered variations of these inane questions with another service, dated their dates, and saw what all of this nonsense came to. It came to nonsense. If you picked the ones who seemed pretty down to earth, books, writing implement, reading lamp, clock radio, cell phone, you got boring. If you picked the ones who seemed eccentric, yellow rain hat, Polaroid camera, lime seltzer, photo of Gertrude Stein, plastic model of Chairman Mao, you got really weird and full of themselves. If you picked the one who seemed like a good fit, laptop and honestly nothing else because that has all I need, you got a computer geek so much like your college roommate that you wondered if he'd had an unconvincing sex change operation without telling you. So you had your pick of boring, weird, or Trevor Anderson. Five things Sam couldn't live without. Sarcasm, mockery, scorn, derision, cynicism. That was not the whole picture, of course. If it were, he wouldn't be online dating. He would be holed up in a basement apartment somewhere, contentedly crotchety on his own. Xbox, Wii, PlayStation, 52-inch plasma flat screen, microwave nachos. Instead, he was putting himself out there again. Did this not indicate optimism, re love, hope, good cheer, warmth, generosity, the promise of someone to kiss goodnight? Maybe, but it was way too cheesy to write on the stupid form. The problem with the stupid form was this. It wasn't just that people didn't tell the truth, though they didn't. It was that there was no way to tell the truth, even if you wanted to. Things on a bedside table do not reveal a soul. Hopes for the future cannot be distilled for forms or strangers. Fill-in-the-blank questions are fun, but not really indicative of the long-term future of a relationship. They aren't really that fun, either. Even the stuff with straightforward answers fails to reveal what you need to know. For instance, Sam wanted to date a woman who could and would cook and enjoy it, but it couldn't be because she was some kind of domestic goddess who required a clean house all the time. Sam was not neat. And it couldn't be because she believed a woman's place was in the home and she should cater to her man. Sam was a feminist. And it couldn't be because... She was one of those people who ate only organic, sustainable, locally grown, chemical-free, ecologically responsible, whole, raw, vegan food. See above, R.E., Sam's love of dairy. It had to be because Sam didn't cook, and she did, and they both needed to eat, and he would take on some other household chore like dishwashing or clothes folding or bathroom scrubbing in exchange. There was no place for all that on the form, or even a place to indicate that he was the kind of man who considered such bizarre minutiae relevant. And yet, a man has needs, and not the ones you think. Well, those too, but they weren't foremost on Sam's mind. Foremost on Sam's mind was it would be nice to have someone to go out to dinner with on Friday nights, and to wake up with on Saturday mornings.
and to go with him to museums and movies and plays and parties and restaurants and ball games and on long weekends away, day hikes, ski trips, parental visits, wine tastings, and work functions. It was this last which was especially pressing for Sam, who worked at the online dating company whose form was causing him so much grief. It employed many swank and high-powered people, most of them male, who brought many swank and high-powered people, most of them female, to their many swank and high-powered black-tie galas. Sam did not own a tie of any color until he got this job, was himself neither swank nor high-powered, and felt strongly that a job as a software engineer in a three-walled cubicle, surrounded by other software engineers with their obscure math t-shirts and Star Trek action figures and seven-sided Rubik's Cubes, should have absolved him from these sorts of work pressures. But the lawyers and VP...